up in the sky. Look, it's captivating. It's energizing. It's Alliance's Heroes. Alliance's is the destination for entrepreneurs, investors, CEOs, inventors, leaders, celebrities, and startups. Where our heroes in business align. Now, here's your host flying in, David Kogan, founder of Alliance's. I am extremely excited. With me today is Patrick Kilpatrick. I know that you're thinking you know him from somewhere, and you definitely do, because he has been in a gazillion movies, TV, movies, I mean, you name it. In fact, he has uh, played uh, opposite uh, uh, Tom Cruise in Minority Report, because he was the person who actually arrested him in the movie. Uh, he's been in a ton of other movies. In fact, too, you could reach him at Patrick Kilpatrick. In fact, you've been beaten up or jailed by nearly every leading actor on earth that exists. I mean, it's you have a phenomenal background within movies. How did you even get started? Like, what was the, at what age did you say, hey, this is really what I'd like to do and have a career in it? Well, I it really, uh, I'm very blessed because the universe kind of sent me in the directions I was supposed to go. I, I started out a writer in New York City and wrote for most of the magazines and the ad agencies and then took a break uh, to write a novel and because I thought that's what real writers did was write novels, not journalism and advertising. So Destiny put me sharing a house with an actor who was becoming a huge Broadway director. So I wrote a play that got produced in New York and uh, I became an assistant director and director on and off Broadway and, and, uh, and was asked to join theater companies as the guy who selected the plays. Um, and then when they needed actor, you know, a guy to wave a tennis racket or something, I would do that and it kind of took off. Um, and I was happy because I was grateful I was away from advertising writing, although I'm grateful for that now. But I, uh, so it took off. I mean, uh, literally three weeks after I started acting, I, I got a major uh, film from Europe and started doing work. and. Of course, I still was a writer, so I started writing screenplays in 87 and uh, founded my own company in 2005. Wow. And Uncommon Dialogue Films has occupied me in between acting gigs ever since. Now, I've seen many of the movies that you're in, and first of all, I gotta tell you, 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 you just do such a phenomenal job, not only in looks, but then you also have that voice. That, that matches as far as like the the characters in it. How do you how do you get into character and being you know so so serious and 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 become that person? Even again, like the Minority Report, I just recently watched it, and and where you come and you're arresting Tom Cruise. I mean, it's like you feel it. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. I. I um... Um, every role is a little bit different. I mean, I think I do things a little, a little differently now. You're, you're always, uh, there's sort of a research phase 
like suppose you're playing a serial killer, then you read all the research. But doing it on screen is really not that research, but that enthuses the process. And then um, I do a lot of improvisational stuff, um, and I'm grateful the directors usually ask me to do that. I joke around and say I deserve a screenwriting credit for every job I've ever done because a lot of what I'm saying is um, I've conjured up uh, the... Uh, my parents really fostered literacy and education and, and vocabulary. And, uh, I could, I, I joke around and say coming up with a new word was a way I could avoid being uh, spanked. <laughs> so I, uh, uh, I, I've always been verbal and I was always physical. I started out in athletics, so uh, I was able to do my own stunts and uh, get a better shot that way and Tom Cruise and I you mentioned Minority Report we were flying 125 feet above Warner Brothers doing our own rocket pack oh, stuff. Wow. and then wow. somebody came out from the studio and said my god we've got our 60 million dollar guy 125 feet in the air we got to stop this so then they brought stuntmen in but uh, it was a natural evolution for me, which is still going on. It's like writing. I, I, honestly, when I mentor young actors, and I've taught uh, a lot for in 15, last 15 years, we always stress writing, acting, directing, and producing as a cross-discipline kind of a thing. Uh, <clears throat> because let's face it, when you first start acting, you're in films that, you know, or television shows that might not be so great. Right, so right, it's really right. great if you can conjure up your own lines, um, uh, if, if you can polish a script. Um, uh, all those cross-disciplines are really important. Now, again, the list of movies that you have been in and, and shows, I mean, it, it just goes on and on. Um, I mean, your IMDb is pages and pages long. So instead of going through all of it, which was the one that maybe stands out the most and why? You know, is there one that just kind of really maybe a turning point or made such an impact on you? You know, it's a really insightful question, David, and I want to I wanna really thank you for the experience of my first in-person alliance meeting um, and your architecture is all over it and uh, it's been amazing um, very much like a film experience uh, your question is insightful because people ask it often but the truth is it's kind of like kids which kid do you love the most uh, which everyone's behaving at the time <laughs> <laughs> which one is uh, returning your phone calls right <laughs> um, I've gotten something really valuable out of every job, and they for different reasons. You know, it's hard to be working with Spielberg or James Cameron or Antoine Fuqua, great visionaries like Nicholas Rogue. But you'll have a little film. Those are big studio films sometimes, and <clears throat> you'll have a little film. But five minutes after you're there, you're doing your own driving stunts. You're screaming out a Irish dialect, and and playing with weapons and, and improving your way through it. And so every job has its value. I, uh, I did a job in Tucson, Arizona years ago and found my dog at uh, 
uh, Gary Shandling. Do you remember him? Gary Shandling's mom oh, had a yeah. pet store oh, in yeah, Tucson. Yeah. And I ended up getting Molly, an Irish Terrier, from her. Now, the uh, movie was significant other than just my getting my dog, but right. there's something valuable. I mean, I, I've done tiny little movies, and you find some emotional thing that is really, really beneficial, not the least of which is you're usually in, uh, uh, often in very, very beautiful environments like Santa Fe or uh, Arizona or right, Calgary. So uh, horses, I mean, the horses I've worked with in Westerns have been so memorable. Have you ever gotten hurt in any of the acting? I've never really gotten hurt because, you know, I, doing the own, my own stunts yesterday, I don't know if you noticed, uh, I had my shirt out, but the suit I was wearing, like I'm doing a movie right now that I'm directing and producing and, and acting in called Dying for Living. And I have 15 different suits. Half of them are the duplicates of the first seven or eight, and, and they're extra large, so you can put these space-age pads in uh, everywhere. Okay. So, okay. And there's an old saying, you, you always fall on the place you don't have a pad. <laughs> so I have pads everywhere. So it's wow. really by calculation and uh, preparation. And so, uh, you know, we've all gotten bopped. I got my nose smacked in a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. But I've hit people by accident, too, and it just happens. It's a breakdown in craft, and you don't really want that, but it happens. It's how you behave when it happens, really. Sure. You, know, you try to be gracious and just move on and, and just know that that's part of the game. You get windows exploding in your face prematurely because they set the explosive charge off too fast. And you're just grateful that nobody gets hurt, right? Oh, um, well, I, uh, I've been blessed. So you mentioned about uh, the Alliance's Grand Table, yes, um, which you were at, and uh, you presented in front of hundreds upon hundreds of entrepreneurs and business people and people of all different industries, yeah. not including even people online that were watching. Um, what, what was your experience like uh, being there? I mean, you had a line as deep as could be afterwards of people that wanted to certainly meet you in that. But how was it experiencing the Alliance's community? Well, you know, I, I, uh, my life has a very definitive purpose on a lot of levels is to elevate uh, other people and also to bring the projects that my company, Uncommon Dialogue Films, uh, we labor uh, long and hard on them and like children, they deserve to go to college. So I was anxious to come and uh, to be there to align with those people that I could serve, giving our, our, our long background in entertainment and media, and who could serve us to elevate our projects um, as we're going down the line. So um, I was extraordinarily grateful of the seating plan because I could see that your uh, master puppeteering <laughs> had occurred because you sat me right next to the most uh, influential people I could have possibly uh, been placed with for the conversations I needed to have. I was awed by the talent of the people in there. What a brain trust. It's really, uh, you know, you're talking about significant influencers and innovators in a lot of different fields. 
and a great, great positive energy that's really devoted to the aspirations of others. That's so right. I, I was really, really enthralled. And, uh, and I'm on a personal high just from uh, the experience. Well, we were honored to have you have you attend. I mean, definitely. The privilege is all mine, <laughs> honestly. So tell me about some of the projects that you're working on now. I mean, you just, it's, it's constant. Like, I mean, to be in the field, it's like project after project, but now you're working on a few different projects, right? Yeah, uh, I, uh, I always call it curse of a liberal arts education. I, uh, um, you know, even if you're a very busy actor, as I've been for three decades, you're always going to have downtime. And I saw early on in uh, L.A. that the writers and directors and producers were the people who were really influencing a lot of things. So um, <clears throat> if I'm not acting, um, I'm writing, uh, raising funding for films, uh, producing, organizing the productions. I have a, a superb team of people. Uh, my wife, Heidi Bright, uh, influences everything that's happening there and is executive vice president of the company, Uncommon Dollar Films. I'm very lucky. Uh, I have three films out uh, coming uh, out or out uh, as an actor. Lieheart, a little uh, light comedy, uh, which is really clever, I think, and that's out. Um, Catalyst, a movie that I did with a wonderful director named Chris Falkins, is premiering in a couple of days. And then I just did a movie with a man named Robbie Moffat, who's a director I've worked with twice before, and called Nessie, which is a family film about the Loch Ness Monster. Robbie, I said to him, what do you have else? I have a slate of films that I've written, but I asked him, what else do you have? Most of them are fairly expensive. And so I said, what do you have that we could do for X amount of dollars, uh, three, four million dollars? He sent me this script and lo and behold, uh, many of my projects involve C, the C. And this was a perfect okay. project for Arizona, Colorado, or New Mexico. So we elevated the script, uh, we've begun attaching, and we, we've brought it out here to Arizona. Great. To, uh, this afternoon at noon, I meet with the film commission head. That's right. Um, and I've been working with an Alliance member, Tom Fulcher, for a long time to bring uh, films to Arizona. He's very passionate about it. I filmed a film with Sam Elliott here years ago called The Quick and the Dead, the first one. Okay. And it was brilliant. Northern Arizona is magnificent and um, it has so much diversity of landscape within about 60 miles of Flagstaff that um, we hope to bring that film uh, to Northern Arizona. Oh, that's great. Well, Patrick, if you ever need anybody to play an extra or get shot at or something like that, I'm your guy. Well, if you ever need anybody within playing, dying, playing a radio host, let me know too. Dying for Living uh, has a lot of people that I, I, may, I might take you up on that. <laughs> so that's great. Well, again, filming that in LA, but right. uh, um, I, uh, I'll keep it in mind. Fantastic. Well, Patrick, thank you so much. It's been an honor having you today. Make sure you reach out to Patrick Kilpatrick by going to patrickkillpatrick.com. And of course, do you can go to alliances.com. That's E-L-I-A-N-C-S.com. Why, Patrick? Because it's the only place where entrepreneurs align. That's right. Thank you so much. See you later. 